<laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is a time where you will not want to miss. This is your favorite magazine on podcast, on audio, and very soon on video. This is my story, your story, a session devoted for you to converse, for you to listen, for you to learn, for you to make your contribution, for you to bring things alive, for you to be innovative, for you to be, you know, inspired. This is my story, your story, your story, my story. I want you to sit back and listen to this edition. The edition of today is going to be a mind-blowing one. Make sure that indeed you share these, you follow these, and also you like this, subscribe to this channel, and I know for sure that you will be the reaching hand to the weak, the reaching hand to the one that needs encouragement. I want to see you in the other side after the conversations I've had. Thank you. Um, see you in peace and not in pieces. My story, your story, this is edition two. This question I want to ask you, could you tell me when you first sensed the calling to become a pastor? Well, recently ordained as a pastor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last year I was was ordained as a pastor in November. Last year, November, I think November 25, I was ordained as a pastor in uh, Refiner's Place. Um, But prior to my ordination, uh, I've already been a minister um, as an ordained evangelist. I was ordained evangelist. So I had a problem of having two ordinations now. (laughs) So, So you can see, so. It's not about ordination. I normally tell people it's not about ordination. It's not about Christ. Jesus Christ said, "I've chosen you. I have ordained you that you should be my disciple." So, you know, the first ordination is the one that Jesus Christ has done for us. So the other ones are just you know for us to fulfill ministry and for the perfection of the saints. That's what the Bible says. That you know when Christ raised raised from the dead, He ascended. He left gift to men, and those gifts, some of them, He gave apostles, prophets. You know, pastors, teachers, and um, you know those are the gifts. And he, and Paul was right. He said for the perfection of the saints and for edification of the church. So what that what those ministry does, those offices does, is just to perfect the saints and to make the church, you know, more solid in our faith. That does not mean that I should be carrying that as a title or I should be putting it on my forehead. <laughs> you know. Like, uh, you know, some people want to do BSc, DSc, MSc, you know, BA, you know, those ones are tied to. So I would say, okay, that was, that's what, that's when I was made, yeah, I was called, or I was ordained as a pastor. However, what I, I didn't sense it, it was a life. It was a life. One thing is that, uh, right from time, I don't want people to, be molested. Molested in times of physical molestation and 
But when I was growing up in the Lord, and I found out that spiritually people can also be molested. People can be abused spiritually. You know, so you being there to make people to look back to what Christ has done, challenge them back to what Christ is doing, and what Christ is going to do for them, is a pastoral work. It's not just for you to be there, for you to be on pulpit, or for you to be shouting, you know, or giving, giving instruction. That is not all about uh, pastoral. You know, so what, that's my own understanding. I'm there as a vessel to point people back to Jesus. Not to bump people to me. I'm not the one that make myself a pastor. Neither mm-hmm. I was I ordained, I ordained myself a pastor. If not, I would have loved to be other things. You know, but I will always call people, I will always tell people, ah, don't call me a pastor. Just call me a brother. I normally say, call me a brother. Because sometimes the title has been magnified so much that when you say you're a pastor, the way people relate to you not changes. They don't want to relate to you the way they will relate to ordinary people, which is good. Because that was Christ. Christ was Christ did not go about saying, I'm the Savior, I'm the Savior. And that's why he was able to even to relate to people at the simplest, basic thing. You know, but look at the people that went about saying they are Pharisees, they are Sadducees, they are scribes. People could not relate to them because they were seeing them, oh, these people, they say they are close to God. Mm-mm. Let us not go close to them, you know. But when Christ came, Christ did not go about saying, oh, come, I'm the Savior, I'm the Almighty God. No, he related to them because he needed them to know the basic relationship between them and God. And God, and what the program of God is to mankind. You know, you know it's interesting now. This, this, this is interesting. <laughs> I want to look at a case. Someone once told me this. Well, was telling the congregation mm. in the church I was attending many years back, and he said it happened in Nigeria. Mm. And he was in a. The guy said he was in a meeting with some other Christians, and there was one guy in that meeting in particular he had lots of titles: doctor, engineer, professor. <laughs> he had lots of titles after his name, so somebody addressed him as brother. And you know, he, you know what happened? He flared up. He flared up. For the rest of the day, he was annoyed. You know? The rest of the day, he was upset. So it made me laugh when you speak about the titles. I was remembering that story. He didn't want to talk again. Just because somebody called him brother, you know, he didn't address it by his title. So what did he call him? So that's, oh, you know, that's, the, that's the level which uh, you know, people are thinking. In any case, in any case... We respect them, but... Yeah, in any case, people, people just brand anybody that is a minister, mm. pastors. Mm. However, let me just use this medium to correct a notion. Right. Um, everybody's not a pastor. If everybody's a pastor, uh, the book of... Uh, is it Philippians? Uh, Ephesians, Ephesians 4... I think 11 or 12, will not say that he left some gift. He gave some, he gave gift to some men. I will not say that he gave some apostles. Mm. He gave some prophets. So everybody was not a pastor. They have gifts. That those are called ministerial gifts. So they operate in different, you know, fold and ministry. However, Everybody has a kind of a unified, 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 unification kind of a cord, unifying, bringing us together. That's right. And that cord is for us to make people to know Christ better. So whether you're an apostle, whether you're a prophet, whether you're a teacher, 
whether you're a pastor, whether you're an evangelist. Nowadays, we don't hear about evangelists again. So you find that everybody's not carrying their portfolio of being a pastor. So you find whether you're a pastor, whether you're an evangelist, what we should be pointing people to is who has given us this gift, which is who? Jesus Christ. If you remove Jesus Christ of that context and you begin to carry title, then it becomes a, a questionable you know, ministry. It's like it becomes your ego, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah, ego. So, so when they don't call you pastor or when they don't call you your title, you become annoyed. You see? Like even Paul, you look at Paul. I can count how many times Paul called himself the apostle. There's a point he called himself a born servant of the Lord. He would have chosen to say, I, the apostle Paul, which he normally you know, writes in something. But in that scripture, point part of the scripture, he said, Hi, a bond servant. Do you know what is a bond servant? A bond servant has no authority. You, see. you are bond to something, you are bond to a master. When the master wants you to go, that's where you go. So he uses such you know description to describe his ministry. So I believe that the more we know, understand what the Lord is doing in his in this generation the more we begin to accept those, you know, accept the, the, the calling of the Lord with so much gladness. You've said it, you've hit the nail, you've hit the nail right on the head. And, mm -hmm. and, um, I think that's very, very important to bear that all in mind, you know, about the different functions yeah. in the body yeah. of Christ, but mainly that Christ is the one exalted, as, mm -hmm. you, said, you, know, yeah. as you mentioned. And then the next question I would say, you are doing so many things now. You, you're a pastor, you're, you're a musician. But the question I wanted to ask you is um, we all face challenges as human beings yeah, as well. Yeah. But what would you say would be the greatest challenges that you face daily or, week, or generally as a pastor? As oh. a pastor now. This is even. We face challenges as Christians, yeah, but what yeah. challenges would you say you face as a pastor? As a pastor, as a minister, what I've, the first challenge is uh, how to know that the Holy Spirit is the one leading you. Because sometimes you battle with your flesh, you battle with the, you, with, the, with the inspiration of the Lord. Sometimes you want to do certain things, it's like, are you sure it's going to be acceptable in this time and age? Are you sure it's the norm in the Christian dome? So some of those things are very challenging to me because as a human you want to like you want to find to you don't want to be in a, you want to be in quote time as a troublemaker. You want to be somebody that at least balance the bow. You're balancing the other side, you are balancing the other side. That was a, that is a challenge. Every day I face such challenge. There's some inspiration that comes into me from the Holy Spirit, but I find it very difficult because of the norms that prevail. In our generation now, yes. very difficult. But uh, what's the next question you, you wanted to ask? The next question. Oh, well, well the, the other this, one that was. Because this question. Uh, is what challenges do I normally? Oh, the challenges. Yeah, yeah. that you normally, that you face as a pastor. Yeah. As yeah, pastor. as a pastor is this. Yes. Is this how I could relate to the Holy Spirit better? That yes. is a challenge. Wow. Better. Wow. How I can relate to the Holy Spirit better because. As I've said, you have so many norms, you have so many don'ts, you have so many rules, you have so many prevailing circumstances, which when the Holy Spirit says, walk, walk this way or walk, do it this way, and you're looking at, oh, 
I should do it this way. This is not the norm. <coughs> this is not what the society has said. You see? And then also, not only that, I mean, then, then you also have the, you have to deal with the emergence of social media. Yes. Whereas before, there wasn't really much social media before, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You, 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 I'm sure that's a challenge well. it's a big well, challenge that was, media that was a, even like um, I think uh, there was uh, one YouTube uh, series I uh, uh, just started now. Mm. it was a challenge for me mm. because I was like wondering with the abuses that goes on online and uh, you know people duplicating your identity or people uh, insinuating in advance what you you said or what you will say you know it becomes a problem so you don't want to be in a situation where at least you are not, not you are not the only one in the world you have family you have friends you have church you have your members mm. so you don't want to put people in tight corners so that they cannot be pressurized but at the end of the day you find out that it is the work of the lord once you realize that it is the word of the lord that's why i struggle where I can marry what the Lord is saying to me, the Holy Spirit is saying to the church, uh, and what, how I can go about doing it. So you find the social media there, how can you indeed control that area? If well, you can't control that area, because at least I'm not the CEO <laughs> of some of the social medias. But the thing is that if God has given out instruction, we... Uh, uh, my prayer is that I, I pray that the Lord give me a way to establish this instruction. It's trying to be the instruction that is biblical. There are so many instructions there. I was watching a video where the man of God was asking them to eat dra uh, grasses. So they were eating grasses. I don't know. I don't want to question if it's from the Holy Spirit, it's not from the Holy Spirit. But the thing is that, that's why I said it's, it's hard when you have that kind of condition and you want to equate it from, from the scripture or scriptural or the truth because I saw the things in the scripture which they were doing those days maybe that is not the dispensation of the Holy Spirit operating now so you need that's why there was one part Christ was telling them listen he said he that have here let him hear what the Holy what the Spirit says to the church so if he, the Spirit is always saying something he's always speaking to the church but the thing is that we have the listening here to hear. The Spirit might have, the Holy Spirit might have said something yesterday, and you want to bring what He said to you today. You'll be running far of what He's saying today to you. So it's like that. You have to listen. You have to be in communication with the Holy Spirit. So that is all, because that's the only person I'm here for. If not, the gospel is like meaningless to me. The still, still small voice. Yeah. You know, people call it still, it might come like a still small voice, it might come like, you know, speaking to you in the midst of your, your prayers, in the midst, even sometimes, it, it does, sometimes I don't even receive more when I'm praying. Sometimes, even when I've closed my prayer, that I'm even on my way to somewhere, that, you know, that conviction comes in. That truth is right. So, you can use a person. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you're not listening, you that's that's why I'm saying that you know that is that is more challenging for you to know when the Holy Spirit is saying and when he's saying and when you to know when your flesh is speaking. Because sometimes the flesh speaks, your emotion speaks, you know? Yeah, so your emotion speaks. So we're human beings. So, so 
So and then you speak, you are advanced they speak. So all things are speaking. The social media are speaking, so you don't <laughs> so it becomes a challenge if but the thing is that uh, I thank God that through those challenges I've been able to overcome them through the word of God. But each time I test the spirit, each time I test it. I'm not saying that I'm a perfect man, hundred percent perfect, because I walk towards perfection. You know, and uh, the thing is that each time revelations come like that, I check the word of God. Sometimes it might not be there. It might not be there because at that moment my eyes have not heated the main part the scripture is. So then as time continues, the only people I say, okay, oh, I just can open some scriptures. Oh, this is it. This is it. This is what he was saying to me the other day. So it like, like you know, just an experience. That's why the relationship is so kind. It's so lovely. When you have that relationship with the Holy Spirit, who makes it possible? So it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. How are you doing for time? Oh my goodness. I know you're yeah, yeah, yeah. the next question. Of, 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 of time is for running out, isn't it? Wow, 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 wow. This is fantastic. This is encouraging. This is inspirational. This can only be classified as awesome. This edition that we have heard after a few minutes as already cheer up somebody please do share do like do follow us and make sure you subscribe tell your neighbor to tell a neighbor and let that neighbor tell another let your friend tell your friend let your associate tell your associate make sure you do the networking this is our story your story my story your story your story my story this edition today has been a mind-blowing, encouraging one. I want you to join us in the other edition that will be coming your way very soon. This is my story, your story. Come let us give him praise. Come let us adore him. Abani is worthy of praise. Oh, 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 oh,
Sitzen, 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 